all the money that they give you for anything is recoupable. And a lot of times in those situations, the publisher will maintain 100% of the publishing that's available to that song until they recoup. Hello and welcome to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now, I started this podcast as a way to give you access to the thoughts, ideas, and suggestions from people who actually work every day in the music industry on how to move your music career forward. Now, I'm blessed to have helped launch the career of superstar Taylor Swift, and I served as her manager for two years. I currently manage American Idol winner Trent Harmon, consult Scott Borchetta and the Big Machine Label Group, and have been helping thousands of artists around the world navigate the music industry. By the way, contrary to popular belief, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com. Take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help you make sure that you are on the right track. Enjoy the podcast. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So I'm excited to finish our conversation about publishing deals. In the last episode of the podcast, I started talking about uh, there's various types of publishing deals. And the one I focused on first was the staff writer, uh, which almost has become a unicorn. You know, the days of, you know, someone getting paid fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 without a hit just to write songs for other artists, uh, those days are pretty much over. Uh, we have some great staff writers here in Nashville. They've had proven success. They know the formula and there's not many new folks that are coming into town getting staff writer positions, but there's a lot of self-publishing going on, which I think myself is the way to go because a lot of the resources that you needed from a traditional publishing company, a lot of those services can be provided for you on the admin uh, side of things. Uh, the biggest advantage that a publisher has one is the, the bank. They can they can fund the operation, but they have relationships. You know, they can help get you with better writers. But I think as you start writing better songs, you can also get with better writers. There's some great programs out there like Songtown. You know, who help connect you with better writers. There are writers right now, hit songwriters that are taking young writers under their wing. Uh, and a lot of these hit songwriters are also opening up their own publishing company. So there's a lot of ways to skin a cat. A cat. What I want to talk about right now are the two types of artist deals that are out there. Now, let me also preface. I am not a publisher. I am not the end-all, be-all on publishing. I don't claim to be. I don't want to be. I can only explain it to you from my own personal experiences, but I highly recommend you go to Google and type in music publishing deals. There's some fantastic articles that have been written by people much smarter than me. So I'll give you just the basics, but if you want to go deeper, you need to go find uh, some people that can help you go deeper. I am not that guy, all right? So the two type of artist deals that are out there is there's the artist that is already signed to a label and there's the person that a publisher signs because they're going to help shop them to a label to be the artist. The biggest difference is draw versus advance. So a lot of times what's going to happen for a young artist 
who's not signed to a label or they are going to negotiate a draw, a monthly paycheck. This is what we are paying you to write songs. The number of songs that you must turn in to fulfill your obligation, it varies depending on the deal. Uh, A lot of times it's going to be 10 or 12 full songs. As you know, if you and I write a song together, that's half for you and half for me. So you would need to write two songs in order to turn in one full one. So if you're going to try to fulfill your obligation, if it's 10 for simple math, that means, and you write with someone every time, you would need to turn in uh, 20 songs in order for that to happen. They also will usually give you a demo budget. Uh, All the money that they give you for anything is recoupable. And a lot of times in those situations, the publisher will maintain 100% of the publishing that's available to that song until they recoup. And then it could become a co-pub at that point. Uh, Make sure that you've got an entertainment attorney that's taking a look at these things for you. But that's the standard deal. You get a draw, you get demo money, and it's recoupable. And you may or may not get co-pub on your first deal, but they're opening doors and doing things for you that you cannot do. That's why you signed with them in the first place. Now, if you're an artist that's already signed to a label, your deal may switch at that point to they give you an advance which is they give you a chunk of money up front and then you get paid depending on how many of your songs end up on your record. So if you record a record and it has 10 songs on it, but you only contributed five full songs and your deal was that the publishing company would pay you, you know, $3,500 per song, you would take Per full song that you wrote, you would take five times 3,500 and that would be the money that was paid to you. Uh, That money that is paid to you is not an advance. That's your money. Uh, It could go back to help pay the advance off if you haven't met that, but if you've put out a record, you have a song at radio, uh, they will be making money off that single and that will help go towards whatever the advance was. If you do not need the advance, if you're not in a situation where you need money, don't take it. Because all it is is a loan that has to be paid back. And a lot of times in your publishing contracts is that until the money is paid back, uh, you don't own the full uh, percentage of whatever it is that you structured that deal. So just remember, any monies that are given to you are not gifts in the music business. They're usually recoupable. And what that means is that you have to pay it back. So be careful there. Uh, Right now, I'm encouraging as many people as possible. A lot of you don't have the choice, but you're going to be self-published. So what that means is you need to understand what a normal publisher would do so that you can protect your music. So that's making sure your music gets registered properly. If you have a publishing deal, they do that for you. That means making sure that your money is being collected. That's what your PRO does for you. That's what your publishing company stays on top of. There are ways you can do that now with fantastic programs like CD Baby Pro. Uh, They will act as your publisher. They have a publishing division, which is fantastic, and some really cool people run that division. 
Um, there's workshops that you can go to. There's some great songwriting camps that you can go to to make relationships and get to know other writers uh, and meet other publishers. There's Pitch to Publishers, the Durango Songwriter Showcase is an amazing place for you to get your music heard. Uh, there's great programs out there like songtown.com. Uh, Clay and Marty do a fantastic job. Uh, all these places that I'm mentioning to you, I don't make a dime by, by referencing them to you. I just know that they're good people and I always want to make sure that you can find good people. But publishing, all it means in a nutshell is somebody else is paying you uh, to do your music. Uh, hold on to it as long as you can. Try to make sure that before you sign a publishing deal, if you are in a position to do so, that you get an entertainment attorney to look at this deal. Uh, it's very, very important uh, that you that you do that, okay? Uh, I just want to always make sure that you're protected. I hope you found this uh, useful. Uh, please go to rickbarker.com and click on podcast for the show notes. Uh, you can go back to the past episodes, all the things that I mentioned. Uh, you can go in and click the links and they will send them, uh, send you directly to those places like ASCAP and BMI and I brought up CD Baby Pro and things like that. So make sure that you go to rickbarker.com. Uh, just click on the podcast link while you're there. If you haven't done so, you can grab a free copy of my book. And uh, if you could do me a favor, if uh, you gained anything from this, if you could go leave a review, subscribe, I would certainly appreciate it. And I will see you on the next episode where we are going to talk about the 360 deal. You hear a lot of things about it. I'm going to bust through some of the myths and we're going to show you who it's right for and who it's not right for on the next episode. All right, we'll talk soon. Ciao. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Remember, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com, take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help make sure that you are on the right track. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.